Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shimon Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We are now in Masachet Kiddushin Daf Lamed Vav Amud Bet, beginning Mishnah Tet, uh, as we continue to analyze different mitzvot that apply in different contexts. And up till now it was gender. Now, any mitzvah which is dependent on the land of Israel only applies in Israel. We'll see what this means. If it's not dependent on the land, then it applies everywhere. Except for Orla and Kilayim. Orla, the first three years of fruit cannot be used or eaten. Kilayim, mixed fruit. We'll see in the next podcast some specifics about that. Uh, actually, two podcasts down the line. Uh, which we assume are tluyot ba'aretz and nonetheless apply elsewhere. Rabbi Yezer Omer af hachadash. Chadash, the prohibition, which bans us from eating new grains uh, that have grown since the last time the Korban HaOmer uh, was offered on the 16th of Nisan until the next Korban HaOmer is offered, uh, according to Rabbi Yezer, evidently applies also in Chutzlarts. Now, my tluya mashay What does tluya mean? Ilam tluya dechtiba Tluya perhaps means that it's prefaced, but the Torah is saying when you come to the land. Shein tluya dechtiba bia. Vari tefillin upetach hamor dechtiba hun bia. Both the mitzvah of tefillin and the mitzvah of, uh, of redeeming the firstborn of the uh, of the donkeys, which are both in Shmot Perak Yud Gimel, begin with kitavo el aret or vahayaki viacha when Hashem brings you to the land. And we all know that both those mitzvot apply anywhere. So, this is what the mitzvah means. Any mitzvah which is a personal obligation on you, on yourself, applies everywhere. But if it's something that's land obligation, it's an obligation to do with the land, so in does not mean that the Torah uh, verbally linked it with coming to the land, but rather that me- me- mechanically the mitzvah is one that depends on the land. Now, minhani mili, how do I know that mitzvot that are land-based only apply in Israel? The Tanur Rabbanan, Eila Chukim Vamishpatim. Asher Tishmun Lasot, what's Eila Chukim? Eilu Hamidrashot. Vamishpatim, Eilu Hadinim. These are the laws. Asher Tishmun, Zumishnah. Lasot, Zumaase. So you have to study and do. Ba'aretz, the Torah says you have to do these laws in the land. I might think that all mitzvot only apply in the land. All the days that you live on the on the world. So if that's the case, then perhaps all mitzvot apply everywhere. Therefore, the Torah says ba'aretz. So the, the the text brings attention between al hadama anywhere in the world and ba'aretz in the land. Since the text expanded, and me eight ba'aretz, so which do we include? Which do we exclude? See what mitzvah is mentioned in the next pasuk. You have to destroy all of the places that the nations worshipped. Now, what do I know about avodazara? That's an obligation that devolves upon the individual. Or a prohibition on the individual. and applies everywhere. So why did the Torah put that example immediately after our key pasuk filled with tension? Of course, So therefore, anything that is an obligation on the individual applies everywhere. Okay, good. Now we have the basic contours. Now chutzmina or kilayim, and then Rabbelazer says afachadash. What is Rabbelazer's statement? What's his disagreement? 
the Mishnah said that the only exceptions are Orla and Kilayim. Rabbalazar said Afa Chadash. So let's see the two possibilities. Lachum or Palig, which is the way we would normally read it. Vahachi Kamar Tanakama. Tanakama said Chutzman Orla Kilayim. In other words, Orla and Kilayim apply in Chutzlarts. Vihachatagamirila, because we have a Mesorah on them. Even though we could certainly argue that they are chovat karka, but chadash only applies in Eretz Yisrael. My time, Moshav, because the Torah says, if you take a look at the pasuk, in your settlements, meaning not only only in the land, but also after you have conquered and settled the land. We're going to see a middle category of things that apply in the land, but immediately. And then Rabbalazar is coming and disagreeing. It says, Even Chadash applies everywhere. My time, because He says, Moshavot doesn't mean only in Israel. It means anywhere you live. That's possibility one. Maybe Rabbalazar is disagreeing leniently. Here's what Tanakama says, we have a Masor on them. Certainly Chadash is no egg everywhere. Because Moshav doesn't mean in the land after you've settled it, but Moshav means wherever you live. Chadash means that only only Chadash among those three I disagree with. That I disagrees with what Moshav means, meaning he takes the exact opposite tack in this approach. That Moshav means only in the land after you've conquered it. Umay af akamaita. So his af is now referring to the first list and says not only other mitzvot apply only in the land, but even chadash. So let's see which which is Rabbi's position, which is critical, of course, because then it'll tell us what Chachamim's position is, what Tanakama's position is, and the bottom line is, is Chadash Asur Minatora B'chomakom or not? Toshma Da'amar Ba'iman Tanapali Gadur Rabbalazar Ba'i said, who's the Tanur disagrees with Rabbalazar here? Rabbi Shmueli. And this is talking about the sugya in Bamid Bar Tetvav, about Mitzvat Nisachim. It says, this is what you do, and only applies after you've settled and conquered the land, conquered and settled the land, which means the Sachim are not brought with korbanot, the libations are not brought until after they conquered and settled the land. Shabbat certainly applies everywhere. So Amarle, Rabbi Shmuel said, Shabbat, Kavachomeratya, even though Shabbat, because of Moshevot, might only apply in Israel, we have a Kavachomer. So, Ma mitzvot kalot nohagabod ma'barin barats bin machutzlarts, mitzvot machutzlarts, mitzvot that have a relatively light, um, consequence, apply everywhere. Shabbat, Chamir, Lokoshka, and Shabbat, which is so severe, certainly applies everywhere, which of course can be countered, parenthetically, with the argument from Shemitah, but we'll leave that alone. Alright, in any case, but from the fact that Abayah said, who's the Tanah disagrees with Rabbi Lazar? And he quoted Rabbi Shmuel, who said that these mitzvot only apply in the land, so obviously Rabbi Lazar has a more stringent position, and says, Chadash applies everywhere, and Rabbi Shmuel would say it only applies in the land, because Rabbi Shmuel says, Moshav means in the land. Okay, good. So now we've settled that, Rabbi, that our Tanakhama says, Orla and Kilaim only are the exceptions, 
chadash, according to Rabbi is a third exception of a land-based mitzvah that applies everywhere. Okay, now, Mechtar Bishmuel, what was Rabbi Shmuel um, riffing off of when he made the comment? On Nesachim, on the mitzvah of Nesachim. Nesachim, It doesn't just say, Moshevotechem, it says, Kitavo el and then, Bechol Moshevotechem. So it has both of those components. So how can you then infer from there that everywhere that it only says Moshav, it's still only in the land? So really said, anywhere it says, and then that means it's only when you come into the land. So, why does Rabbi Shmuel answer Rabbi Kiva by saying, I've got a Kavachomer? I was only talking about Biyamoshav. It never says it in the context of Shabbat Kitavo al Aretz. It says Homoshvotechem once, but Kitavo never says. So, therefore, Rabbi Shmuel has already answered the distinction between Shabbat, which is Rabbi Kiva's attack against him. The answer is Chadavod Kamarle. Rabbi Shmuel really gave two answers. Chada da'ana bi'omoshav kamina. The first thing I was only talking about bi'omoshav. V'yod the kamar tarei shabbat shemar b'omoshavot shabbat kavachomer. And besides which I have the kavachomer. All right, now b'may kami palgi. So what's the machloku between Rishon and Kiva? B'kervun nesachim b'midbar kami palgi. They disagree about whether Bnei Yisrael brought nesachim in the desert. Rishon savar lo kervun nesachim b'midbar. He says they did not. And therefore, Nesachim were only brought in the land after they settled the land. And therefore, since the Torah, and the reason for that was, according to him, because the Torah says, uh, And therefore, he says, that proves that any time it has that formula, it's only when you come into the land. Rekiva says they did, which means that those words aren't a clue at all, because they did offer those in the, in the desert. All right, now, Amar that Tan Rabbi Shmuel opposes another Tan Rabbi Shmuel. Tan Rabbi Shmuel, since the Torah says many times, and the Torah went out of its way to, uh, to state that one of them is after you settle the land, which is Melech. The Torah says, and that's only after you conquer the land, because it says, you, set, you conquer it, you settle it, and then you say, I want a king. Therefore, every time it says, Kitavo, automatically means, as opposed to the other Rabbi Shmuel, said it's Moshevot. So what would the other answer be? What would the other time Rabbi Shmuel answer why he doesn't like that? We'll go back to this. We have a few daf ago. Melech. And then you want a melech, and bikurim has the same kind of formulation. You come, you settle the land, and then you bring bikurim. That's snake tuvim. So now we no longer have the formula of kitavo and moshevotechem uh, to be um, to be uh, telling us. Uh, to, uh, sorry, kitavo and, and yerusha to tell us that. Um, that all mitzvot that have kitavo are after Yerusha v'yeshiva. 
Right, what would the the second Tanur Shmuel who liked Mela as a model? What would he say? He said Tzrichi. This is always the way to solve a snake to him to prove that you need both of them. If the Torah only said that a Melech is after Rusha I would say sure Bikurim should apply immediately. Laltar because the coin's benefiting. So you shouldn't wait for that. For therefore the Torah had to write um um Kitavo for Bikurim also. We had the opposite of Altar. I would I would think I would think on that uh, you would appoint a king immediately because the king's job to help conquer the land as opposed to be Kareem. So I couldn't have learned one from the either. He says that's not true because if the Torah wrote it in the case of Melech and didn't write be Kareem, I'd still know be Kareem. If a king whose who his job it is to conquer still can't be appointed till after you've conquered so certainly be Kareem would only apply afterwards. Any mitzvah it has to do with when you come into the land. If the basic mitzvah, if the basic mitzvah coming and conquering the land can only happen after you've conquered, certainly other mitzvot. V'idach, what would our first Tanan Rebbe Shmuel say to show that it is that it that they're not both that they are not both needed and therefore they are shnek tuvim? I would think that it's the same rule as applies to chala. After all, chala is a mitzvah because it says bivvo achem when you come into the land, and therefore it's written differently to tell you that as soon as you enter the land, you're chayiv. So I'd think chala bikurim are very much the same. You take the first part and you give it to the kohen. I would think bikurim apply right right away. So therefore, I would not know. Sorry, this is now the second time of Shmuel. I would not know. Bikurim from Melech. I would not know Melech from Bikurim. I need them both. Therefore, they're not Shnei Tuvim. Therefore, they do present a model that tells me that every time it says Kitavo, it's only after conquest and settlement. Okay, we'll pause at this point and pick it up in the next podcast. Everyone should have a wonderful day.